And now, a thoroughly good podcast with John Jacob. This is a song about taking a risk, taking a chance, following your instincts, and um, not being afraid of taking the risk. And we wrote it about songwriting, but it really applies to every walk of life. And, you know, if you don't take that leap of faith, and you look back later in life and you think, why didn't I do that? Why didn't I do that? So uh, I'm going to dedicate it to two of my best friends in the whole wide world, Sandy Brandt and Ingrid Sishi, and uh, this is called The Bridge. Strong enough to hold the weight of time Long enough to leave some of us behind And every one of us has to face that day Do you cross the bridge or do you fade away? And every one of us that ever came to play Has to cross the bridge or fade I wanted to talk about age this week and, and my thoughts about it. That makes it sound as though we have a choice, as though it's something that you go and buy. But just that I think quite a lot about age and in particular my age and the gaps between my age and other people's. Uh, and I think about them because, because I, at various different points in time, certainly increasingly so over the past 12 months i i notice moments when i feel very different from other people different doesn't mean better or worse i just feel slightly different or slightly removed from people and and often um as i try and sort of seek out the reason why i feel slightly distant or removed or disconnected from people um it's often the thing that comes up is that is is a perceived age gap um i, I realize in in saying that you know that there's a sort of a there's going to be an assumption made that uh that i assume that because i'm older that somehow that makes me more superior actually that may be a reflection of what my beliefs were um in my 20s and 30s and maybe it's the case that I had always regarded people who were older than me as being more experienced in life um, and so people who I would look up to naturally look up to because they had gone through things ahead of the game they are ahead of the game as far as I'm concerned because they are that much older than me and so uh I should look up to them. Uh, where does this? Where, where does all of this come from? What? Why? Why this week? I think. What I notice, uh, for example, at work, is that um, none of what is about to follow is is in any way um, a thinly veiled criticism about the people I work with, just so that we're all clear. Um, but I am a big fan of silence. 
I love silence. It really helps me focus on my work. I love nothing better than really, you know, really getting into an almost meditative state when I'm working, um, such that two hours could possibly pass me by and I wouldn't be aware of the time that's gone, but I will have achieved X, Y, and Z. I love that. And invariably that occurs when there is silence or when there is quiet. Um, I also happen to work in a department which is staffed by people who naturally have to be extrovert or extroverted, um, upbeat, positive. They have to sell, they have to be really chatty. Um, and and often that's not how I am. It's not how I feel. I can do the banter. I can enter into the banter, but increasingly, actually, I'm not really in the mood. And so I prefer isolation. I strive for isolation. And certainly there are moments when when the silence is broken and there's this sudden crescendo, excuse me, I'm drinking carver at the same time, uh, when there is this sudden crescendo and and the volume has gone up to 11, there are loads of people talking to one another, loads of different conversations in quite a small space. The, the, the hubbub is considerable. And and that's almost like a flashpoint for me. That's That's when I really think... God, I I really need isolation now. Now, isolation might actually mean, in some circumstances, just being able to tune all of that noise out. And actually, if I can find a way of tuning all of that noise out, uh, then that's as good as being in um, a room of 25 people who are all working silently. Um, so it doesn't necessarily mean utter silence and utter misery. It It just means... What's important is isolation, uh, but it's in those moments when I, when I, when I, when I'm suddenly aware of the hubbub, because it is that sort of flashpoint thing. Then I, I hear these voices around me, and think, "Wow, I feel so different from you." Again, not better, not worse. God, I feel so different, so completely disconnected. It's like we are on on opposite sides of the motorway. And I used to quite like that. I used to quite like those moments where I felt really different. Because that reminded me that I was different. As opposed to just going with the crowd. I hate going with the crowd. I despise going with the crowd. Uh, it's just so easy. Um, I'd rather not go with the crowd because then I've had to think about what it is that I want to do and what I think about things and blah, blah, blah. Um, so I used to really like those moments of I'm different. I'm rather liking being different. And now, I think since I turned 40, now I feel a little bit sad because I feel a little bit lonely and there is a sort of a mild distant sense of panic like this is how it's going to be now you're going to be working with more people who are younger than you 
then you are going to be working with people who are older than you. That's how it's going to be from now on. So if you're feeling a little bit lonely now from time to time, the chances are you're going to feel a whole lot more lonely, a whole lot more of the time in the years to come. Uh, and that's what got me thinking about age. Uh, and in this year of change, uh, it's prompted me to sort of reflect on, you know, you're not old. 43 isn't old. It really isn't old, OK? Um, I'd like to think that I have another th- at least another 30 years in me. Uh, and for if I'm lucky to have 40 years in me, then I'm expecting those last 10 years to be slightly more sedate uh, and my eyesight might be failing. Or that That's kind of what I'm hoping, really. Um, but at 43... Yeah, it, it is still kind of old. <laughs> that's ridiculous. It's still kind of old. Um, you know, it takes time, for example, if you're to move jobs... Um, it takes time to settle into the next job. It might take six months if you're lucky. It might take a year. Um, so if you're going to find a job, if you're going to look for a job, that might take six months to look for a job. Um, then let's say, let's be generous and say, OK, it can take you a year to settle into the next job. So you're going to be 45 then. You're probably going to want to do that job for another five years. And then what are you going to do? Where are you going to move on to next? Assuming that you have to. What happens if the next job doesn't work uh and when do when do you give up on the next job what happens if you give up on the job on the next job when you're 45 and what then uh that so that's that's one way that i've been thinking about age the other the other way that i've been thinking about age is 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 the gap or the perceived gap between the way i like to be the way I've grown to feel comfortable in myself, which again is symptomatic of, I think, turning 40 and sort of um, finally being comfortable in your own skin, Uh, and then finding yourself in an environment which is um, populated by people who are a good deal younger than you. Uh, I don't have a problem with working with people who are younger than me, by the way. Um, It's just that... When I hear the difference, for example, when I hear that there's lots of noise in the department and what my head is saying is, oh, I'd really like it to be quiet, I then start thinking, "Um, this is me, I'm 43, and I know that some people here are 30, 33, 34, and I remember how I was when I was that age. And I remember thinking that I was really young. And so, and I also remember looking on people in their 40s and thinking, wow, that seems like such a long way off. So if I was thinking that then, when I was 30, 34, then it's hardly a surprise, and it's perfectly forgivable, for me to look back on people in their early 30s and think, God, that seems like such a long way off. And so much has changed for me between 30 and 43, that there must be so much, so many differences between me at 43 and them at 30. Um, so I've become very aware of the gap. Should also should also flag that there are some people, for example, who are who are younger than that, who are in their mid-twenties, who who are sometimes I talk to and and think, God, it's like we're the same age. You talk with so much maturity and so much that you are so well informed, and I feel as though you're completely listening to me, and and, and that's God, that's lovely. That is a lovely thing. 
So I think it's about I think it's about maturity, it's and meaningful conversations and and silence, <laughs> it's, it's silence and isolation. Um, uh, that's that's probably what's important. And that as I've got as I'm getting older, so that becomes ever more important. And it's just not conducive in a working environment, I don't think. That's not to criticise the, the working environment or the people who, who populate it. But it's just, not, it's just not conducive. And and I only see it, I only see it in those moments when, when there's a stark contrast. It's a little bit like... Uh, when you've when you've only done a sort of a cursory vacuum around the lounge week after week after week because you haven't really uh, set aside enough time to do you know like a nice deep clean and so you you just sort of you you vacuum a path into the lounge and you vacuum around the sofa and around the table and just in fr- just in front of the TV because you know that those are the main areas and they're the the areas that you're going to look at. <sighs> And uh, and then on a bright sunny day in springtime, you, you fling open the windows, and then the sun is streaming in. You realise actually you've not spent any time cleaning the windows. You've you've not you've missed that bit round the window on the carpet. You realise the extent to which you haven't dusted, and and how actually that isn't really normally you. That is normally how you like things. And you sort of let that slip. You sort of overlooked that. It's only in these sort of these moments of bright sunlight that you notice the things that have slipped, all the things that have changed. The other thing I recalled actually whilst thinking about all of this was was a was an incident in in County Youth Orchestra when I was a teenager. Did County Youth Orchestra between eighty nine and ninety one, uh, possibly. My may have gone on to ninety two, but anyway, I Youth Orchestra was incredibly important. It's where I. Um, where my fondest memories as a teenager are rooted. They're not rooted in school. They're rooted in County Youth Orchestra. And uh, we used to do residential courses and concerts at Snake Modern's Concert Hall. We used to go on tour, and it's fantastic. Really, really fantastic. Uh, Then I went away to university, and I think I probably did two terms at university. By the second term, I... I went to a rehearsal course and I remember sitting in the orchestra back in Suffolk and it just being incredibly noisy. Everybody was incredibly noisy around me and, and they were different people. There were some familiar faces, but on the, for the most part, they were all really different. And um, the oboist started to play the A and that's the signal to tune your instrument. And everybody carried on chatting. I couldn't hear the A and the oboist sits in front of me. Uh, and I remember standing up and and going, come on, everybody sharp, trying to tune. Uh, and I remember people saying, no, we're still chatting. And that was the moment when I thought, I, I shouldn't be here anymore, actually. Because they're different people. They've got different priorities. It's not that I feel as though I've been excluded. It's just that it's not for me anymore. Uh, it's changed. I've changed. I've turned into a grumpy old man at the age of 19 or 20. No, it was 19. 
Um, and so I ended up writing to the conductor, not during the rehearsal. I, you know, I did go through the rehearsals in that particular concert. Uh, and then I wrote to the conductor and said, I'm really sorry. I know I auditioned. I was really grateful for you giving me the place. But, but I've just got to duck out now because it's just different. And, and why not give the place to someone else who, who, like me a few years ago, really, really wanted to do it? And he was charming and lovely and said, I totally recognise what you mean. Thank you for, for letting me know your contribution has been really valued. Um, and actually that, that interaction confirmed for me that how I'd interpreted things was terribly grown-up and sensible, and I'd taken grown-up and sensible action accordingly, and hurrah. Um, but it's the same sort of thing, those, those moments, those flashpoints, when you suddenly feel disconnected from people, or different from people. And as I keep saying, I'm not making a judgment about whether it's good, different, or bad, different. It's just, oh, oh, it's a bit different now. Uh, and I worry, you know, when, when I was when I was in Suffolk Youth, it was just about. I figured it was just about, well, you know, you've you did that, and that was important then, and now you've gone to university and you've sort of seen things in a slightly different way. And maybe you don't want that anymore. Maybe you want something different. Um, and that all seemed fine when you're in the early 20s. But I think when you're in your 40s, you think, oh, God. Uh, is this how it's going to be? Is this how it's going to be from now on? Have I got to... I... Oh... I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't have a conclusion. That's the weird thing. I don't have a conclusion. Just this, uh, the more I think about it, the more I articulate it, this sort of chasm is emerging. Uh, and... Uh, and it's, it's, it's quite deep. It's quite a deep chasm. It's quite wide. There's no bridge. <laughs> There's no bridge at the moment. Maybe we'll build a bridge. I don't know. It needs to be quite a firm bridge. It can't be one of those rickety old things that that you see in Raiders of the Lost Ark or something. It can't be one of them. It's got to be quite firm. Um, uh, yeah, maybe a bridge is quite important. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe... Maybe I just maybe I just need to build a bridge. <laughs>